Hi everyone. My name is Molly Reese. I'm 17 years old and I grew up in Ridgefield. And this was my second Hope Trip. This experience is really like any other. You are brought to a town to help build and repair homes over the course of a week. Luckily, both years, I have been blessed with an amazing crew. We were able to talk and laugh and share our stories of faith. What I love most about this trip is the widespread love amongst the camp. Everyone is so willing to help one another and without judgment. I always love spending time with my group, meeting new people, but especially getting to meet our residents. These people range in age and background and are just as excited as we are to help them. This year, I was placed with Beverly Allen, an adorable 84-year-old woman, and we had to completely tear apart her deck, which was loads of fun, and build a new one. Not only did I learn how to use a screw gun and become a master carpenter, but I learned the importance of giving. Beverly has not had the easiest life growing up. She was in a childcare service home for about the first 21 years of her life. Soon after, she was married and had five adorable children. She worked hard her whole life to make her own money and provide for her children. She told me, you must work hard for what you want. It doesn't come for free. She was inspiring and helped put my own life into perspective of how grateful I am for what I have. On our last day at our site, my crew walked up the hill towards the car to leave. I turned around and I, walked, I watched as Beverly walked onto her new deck. She sat down and she smiled. She looked at the view of her backyard. My heart was instantly warmed from her pure happiness from just simply sitting on her new deck. This is exactly why I love this trip, seeing how these little things can make real differences in people's lives. Last night, as I was telling my family all the wild, funny stories from the trip, like brushing our teeth past 11, or eating pig knuckles, not really, my mom said, Molly, you say the food wasn't great, there was no AC in the room, and you got really sunburned. Why do you love it? I thought, it is getting to see that smile on Beverly's face as she felt the love from God. These two trips have been the most amazing weeks of my life, and, I wouldn't, and it wouldn't be the same without my adorable, loving youth group and our incredible leaders. I feel honored to be one of your lambs, Jamie. Thank you, God, for showing me how, how, love, how God connects people and opens their hearts. I will take that with me forever. Good morning, people of St. Stephen's and visitors. I'm Jamie Mosdale, and I've just completed my 12th Hope trip in a 14-year span of time. So I speak with authority. <laughs> Good morning to my special lambs. I think you all know how special and wonderful your children are, uh, but I see them away from home, away from security, hot, sweating, sometimes bleeding, and um, they are so willing to help 
They're such hard workers. They have such big hearts, and they share that heart with the other campers and with their residents. Um, corny as this sounds, a hope trip is one big love fest. It truly is. Um, I can't say enough good about them. They all know I love them, cherish them, and I do call them my lambs, and they will be my lambs forever. Uh, but right now, I want to take a moment to speak to the parents. First of all, to thank you for loaning us your kids for a week. They're great. This is the highlight of my year, actually. Um, I look forward to it so much, and I get so much, so much in return. This is why I've done so many trips. I just can't give it up. I started doing it with my son in 2004. He graduated and went off to college in 2008, and I'm still here. So um, I'd like to, t I'm like to impress upon parents and any parents who have younger children who one day, not too far off, will be going on a hope trip, hopefully, um, how important it is to be involved. Go on the trip, even if your child says, oh, Lord, Mom, please, no, don't go. Um, that's especially was easy in my case because um, I have a son, James, so he, was, he didn't have to sleep in the same room as me. You know, so um, made it a little easier if your uh, uh, child isn't um, the same sex as you are. But um, the fact of the matter is he just loved it and uh, didn't have to but would have begged me to go on the rest of the trips. So what I'm going to share with you are parts of two letters that he wrote me. There is a tradition where um, parents as you all know who were on this trip, write a letter from home uh, to their child or children who are on the trip, and we get to read it while we're there um, on Wednesday night usually. And it's very meaningful, uh, and it's very important for them to receive it, and they all receive these letters from their home. Uh, now, the tides since 1908, I mean 2008, the tides have turned. My son sends me a letter. And the first letter um, that he sent to me in 2014, um, some of you have heard part of this, so please don't be bored because some of you others haven't. Um, that spring, uh, he had already graduated from college in 2012, and he went to Saigon, Vietnam, some people also called Ho Chi Minh City, um, to teach for a year and a half. And when I dropped him at the train station, I knew I wouldn't see him for a year and a half. Uh, so my head was on the steering wheel crying for a long time as after his train pulled away. And he was there when he wrote this letter to me to be given to me uh, while on that hope trip. Dear Mom, as I write this, I am thinking back so fondly on the highlights of the Hope trips. We were fortunate enough to go on together, sharing laughs, meeting people from so many places and different states. Even though it has been several years since I've accompanied you on one of these trips, 
I still find myself overwhelmed with nostalgia every time summer rolls around and you say, well, I'm going again, and right before nutmeg, or right after nutmeg, they always seem to coincide. A little bit of a break this year. Um, going back to his letter, it brings me back to those magical days when I finally put down the video games and, with your love and guidance, finally came to know myself. I know you like to give me most of the credit, but the truth is I simply wouldn't be the person I am today were it not for you. And although I am far from perfect, I could not be more grateful for your hand in shaping me. Even on the other side of the world, in an environment that bears almost no resemblance to the one in which you raised me, I'm finding that the ideals and curiosity which you have instilled in me have heightened my experience in ways that nothing else could. It makes me feel as if you are here with me in a way, and I can never thank you enough for that. In this paragraph, a lot of what he's talking about is our shared hope trips, um, him coming to know himself there, and my hand in shaping him. The hope trip was a big part of the hope trips were a big part of that. And certainly on a hope trip, you find, as he quotes, ideals and curiosity. He ended this letter by saying, and so while you toil away at the, at the behest of, well, who knows, meaning our residents, you don't know who you're going to get, just remember that I love you and I am thinking about you. Even if you aren't able to physically join me for part of my Asian adventure, don't forget that a little part of you is here with me, bringing along such joy that words cannot begin to describe how lucky I feel every day. Part of the, here's a bit from his letter in 2016. And I'm saying this to your parents because I hope you receive a letter like this from your child after you've been on a hope trip with them. This is the mom I've known my entire life. He has just written a description of me, but it would be way too vain if I read it to you. So this is the mom I've known my entire life, a woman who will take on any ch challenge in style it's only fitting that your final hope trip, this was two years, three years ago, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I think I say, either he or I says it every year. It's your last one, right? <laughs> so it's only fitting that on your final hope trip, you are driving the train, being a model to a group of bright-eyed, bushy-tailed young people, just as you were to me, parentheses, and still are, even though I haven't met most of these kids, I just know that they look up to you as a shining example of what it means to be a good person and of the kind of person they want to become, just like I did. So I guess this is a little sales pitch. Um, I hope that as your younger children go older, old enough to go on a hope trip, you will join them and experience the 
utter joy and incredible lifting up that I do. And I thank you again for giving us for a whole week your children, the children of St. Stephen's and other churches, these children of God. And I need to ask Jim a question. Uh, shall I read off the names of each hoper and have them stand as I read their names? Okay, guys, I ask them for permission. So please stand as I read your name. And I'm going to read both the apotheker names. Your sister's not here, but Ellen Apotheker, Judy Apotheker, and stay standing, please. Um, I didn't say that. Andrew Breitenbach, Emily Brown, Taylor Brown, Kaylee Bowler, Sarah Chipka, I always pronounce it wrong, Chris Cordano, Matthew Hogan, Jillian Pastore, Kirsten Pastore, Connor Jewell, Caroline Patafio, Molly Reese, Kaylee Zuck Kelly Zuckert, sorry, Kelly, and in our hearts, Nick Jerome. Let's take this. <laughs>